And folks, here he is, the man himself. It's our friend, Sean Spicer. My goodness. Great to see you. It's good to see you in Rhode Island as opposed to in D.C. <laughs> How funny was that? When you were, and Sal, just said if you have to, when you were at uh, coming out of the West Wing, uh, what was your reaction when, number one, someone called your name, and number two, it was me saying, hey, Sean. I think it was more surprising to see you because you're, like, thinking, I, I, I think I know who that is, but what are they doing here, and yes. what am I doing here? So it was a confluence of two random things at once. It was kind of neat to realize, like, oh, that's John. And I even said, that's Sean Spicer or Barrington. That's, that's right. Now, Sean, first of all, what has it been like with uh, Dancing with the Stars? I mean, it's really incredible what's happened. It's been amazing. I, I thought this would be just fun to do. It would be a few weeks. And, uh, and it's turned into now the seventh week, well over halfway through the show. And I think what's cool for me is, A, I'm having a blast doing it. It's fun. It's completely out of my comfort zone and, and new. But when you realize that uh, the only reason I'm staying on that show is because people are out there voting, it's pretty kind of, it's, it's humbling, right, to think people are actually stopping um, and, and wanting us to continue. So it's been, I've really um, exceeded the expectations I had going into the show and, and have had an absolute blast doing it, meeting folks, and, uh, and you know, we're heading into another week, and we'll see how it goes. Now, I follow you on Instagram, and you posted, this is going to be like a Halloween theme, and you were in Newport. I was. Uh, we just literally practiced this morning in Newport, practiced yesterday in Newport. We shot a scene in Bristol last night that will air on Monday, I hope. Um, but, yeah, so we, we build the practices around where I am, and so came up here, and then I'm leaving here straight to Logan to fly back to L.A. We've got, uh, because it's it's a, a double week, we actually have to do what we normally do, then we have to do a team dance, so we've got extra rehearsals built in um, that was not, you know, part of my thinking when I, when I, you know, signed up to come back to, to do this event. I thought, okay, there's no way I'll be on the show, and then didn't realize the, the demand of the schedule either, because we've got to get back and, and rehearse right away to get you know the team dancing and we've got a full day tomorrow a double a double rehearsal and head right into Sunday's dress and it's like you know so they come right with you on the road so so uh, so Lindsay Arnold she's in Rhode Island uh, she is officially probably not but she, oh, right. she she is taking the flight ahead of me because she can get back quicker um, and they just got to get ahead of the schedule but uh, yeah ABC follows you they were right here yeah, the whole I mean, the producer was here our camera crew and and Lindsay and but they and then Obviously, since this isn't part of the show, they're now they're on the flight ahead of us. We'll be right behind them. We land and then go again when we, you know, pick up right when we land. It's it's a pretty unbelievably demanding schedule because you're practicing and then, you know, part of this is there's a lot of elements to the show in terms of promotions and fittings and blah 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 blah. So, you know, um, I had built in, um, you know, here was some things in my in my contract that I had to come back and do. Um, and but we we didn't anticipate that this would be the team dance week, and meaning that you know it doubles our workload. So we've got to get back and then immediately go back in rehearsal and go back tomorrow morning, start right off first thing in the morning. Now, Sean, again, folks, it's Sean DePietro, Sean Spicer. We'll keep him just another minute. Um, how was it uh, your reaction? President Trump retweeted, "Vote for Sean." Well, I mean, the, the funny part was was actually ahead of that. Uh, you know, the president called me on Sunday to catch up, and I was sitting in my trailer getting ready for the show. And, um, you know, we were just catching up and on a bunch of things. And he said, you know, so I see you're doing really well on the show. And uh, he said, you know, I'd like to support you. And I said, well, of course, Mr. President, I love your support. And, and then, Was this in person or on the phone? It was on the phone. It was on the yeah. phone. So I was in L.A. getting ready for the show last Sunday. And, 
he called and we had a great conversation about a bunch of things. And then he said, you know, I, I obviously it sounds like you're doing great and having fun. And I'm going to, you know, I'd love to support you. And I said, well, I'd love your support. And next thing you know, there's a tweet going out to 65 million people. That's not a bad way wow. to be in a competition, right? To get that is the, not just the president, but all of the, the people that, that follow him, that support his agenda, and obviously want to continue to support the people who support his agenda. So it was neat seeing that, and obviously he retweeted another tweet yesterday, and uh, or last last Monday night. So it's been great having the support of, of that whole side, John Jr., and so many of the other folks uh, you know, that were part of the effort that, I was, that I've been part of. It is so funny, and you're, you seem like you're having such a fun time doing it. Well, that's the thing, right? I'm not naturally a gifted dancer. Um, and so it is, it's, if you don't go into this having fun, then you're in the wrong thing. This isn't a real competition in the sense that no one's trying to be a professional dancer. Like, you go in there to have a blast. And I think that was the whole, re you know, part of the reason I really wanted to go in there and just say, hey, you live once, enjoy yourself. Now, Sean, also, on top of that, uh, that was uh, really nice. I mean, what is your family and wife's reaction? You dedicated a song to her. What is, what's been that reaction been like? It's been unbelievable. I mean, I, we started into this whole process kind of thing, and this is, uh, we're a little nervous. I think part of it is because my wife's seen me dance, and my daughter has been to two father-daughter dances with me, and been like, are you sure this is a good idea? And, um, and every week, just grown more supportive. My wife's, as I said at that last event, my biggest cheerleader and my biggest fan and, and supporter, and, and watching their support has been amazing. And so we've actually really enjoyed this as a family. My kids have been able to come out to the show. My mom flew out to see it. Um, my wife's been out twice now. And so it's been a real great experience for the entire family. Now, what just so, without giving anything away, but what is the schedule? Could you, you made a big cut, and now we're at the end of October. What, what, how does this progress, like, over the next couple of weeks? So part of it is we don't know, right? In the sense that the week that was Disney week, you know, there's always rumors. They're not going to carry one, but you don't know. So you got to go in. Um, there's a rumor that one of these weeks will be a double elimination because that's traditionally been the case, but you don't know when it is. So you actually, you go into everything just A, working as hard as you could on that side, and then B, uh, trying to get as many people to go out there and vote and support you so that you never end up in the bottom two, which ironically for all of the, you know, the, the scores that I've had, I've never in the entire competition been in the bottom two which is kind of a cool thing to think about because that means that you really have a tremendous amount of support from people out in the country that want to see you continue. There's a very good chance you could, Sean Spicer could win Dancing with the Stars. Uh, we'll, we'll take it week by there week. There is, but there is. Uh, there, there's always a possibility. I mean, again, you look at Bobby Bones, uh, country music host, uh, DJ, won it last year. Largely, again, I think by, by the support of his uh, tremendous fan base. Um, and I think what we're doing is, is a little different because um, I, I, I think... Um, the judges' scores and their comments reflect that the progress that we're making every week. And I think people are seeing it. It's not just we're going in and winging it every week. We're really trying to show how hard we're working and, and making progress. And then I think getting all the support we can, and there's a balance. And that's this is a competition at the end of the day. So it's if it was just about scores, you know, I'd probably be gone several weeks ago. But it's not. It's a competition that you get half your support from people out there in the viewership. And so as long as I can get that, I'll, I'll be sticking around. Has the way people, when they see you, the way they react, has that changed now since you've started doing Dancing with the Stars? I think so. Um, and, and I don't know what degree, because no one comes up to you and says, I used to hate you, and now I don't. Um, but, but I, I mean, just this morning. That's encouraging. I don't know. But just this morning, we bumped into a woman in downtown Newport that was just like, hey, I'm a big fan of Dancing with the Stars. So I think part of it is, is there's been a shift of what they follow you for uh, versus sports. So they don't necessarily have to be political fans or supporting that in the past. They can be supporting of the show now. And, and so it's, it's just a different fan base um, or support base. 
And I think, again, people aren't necessarily saying, I agree with your politics, or I agree with this, but they're like, hey, I see you're having fun on that show, and as a viewer, I like it. So you're opening yourself up a little differently. And, and, and the thing that I've, I've said to folks, John, is, you know, when I had the job before, it was very one-dimensional. You got up there, you saw one piece of something. And I'm not saying you got to like me or not, but I'm just saying that it's like anything else. You, It's like, okay, you hear John DePietro on, on the radio every day, and that's not that you're not showing you. There's certain things that you wouldn't do on the radio, or frankly, as a listener, you can't see. And so it's not knowing the full you. I think when people see me now, they go, oh, I didn't know that about you. It's not that I'm any different. I've always been kind of a goofball. <laughs> but, but yeah, well, if you ask my teachers in you know, Barrington Public Schools, they'll pretty much most of my report cards reflected that. But... Um, but it's, it's, it's just a different side that, that may not have come through the same way. What I also found, and I'm going to let you go in a second, it was interesting was, so, so showing the listeners know, I was at the White House, and I'm outside, and I'm doing a Facebook Live, and suddenly there's Sean Spicer at the West Wing. Now, we were also then leaving the property at the same time. And as I was going up, and you were coming out, and you have to go through security, um, there was a group of women, and one of them said, oh, my God, Sean Spicer. And then the other one said, there were three of them, Dancing with the Stars. It was a complete different reaction if it had just been Sean Spicer who used to work at the White House. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And again, it's a different, you know, we get, you know, eight plus million people that watch the show. It's, but it's different. You're not watching that. And frankly, I think most people are turning into it to some degree to, to, get away from politics and policy, right? And I think, so people aren't looking to get their affirmation. This isn't cable news. So you can have that. You can listen to your show, listen to cable news, read your sites. On it's a nice escape. Right, it is. And I think for people, that's kind of what they want, is they're not getting um, politics or policies jammed in their face. They're kind of going in there, being a little relaxed, and, and watching people enjoy themselves. And, and I think it's a reprieve, at least two hours a week, from everything else that's going on. Where is the, uh, is ABC? Is that in, right in Burbank? No, it's in uh, it's in Hollywood. Right in Hollywood. Yeah. Okay, so it's just north of Beverly Hills, like uh, probably half a mile. How would the ABC people been? Awesome. Everybody there. I mean, I, I've, I've you know this isn't a, a talking point. Everyone from the cast, the crew, uh, to the pros have been awesome. And I think part of this is that we're there to to have fun, support each other, get to know each other. And as you grow with the the rest of the cast, you learn more about them as individuals, as family men, as you know some of their background, and you start to care about them and their well being. Um, and, and, but I've had an unbelievably amazing experience with, with that, within the show. Final question. What, what do you think of what's going on right now with Washington with this impeachment fiasco chaos that they're doing? It's not going to happen in the Senate. What do you think of the strategy of the White House and what your just general view right now of all this trying to lead up? They've been trying to get him since you were there. What, what do you, what do you think about it? I, I mean, to your point, I think that they, 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 they screwed this up strategically on the left. They went, they sort of announced they were doing it before they actually reviewed any of the documents or met with anyone. So their motives are pretty blatant. And I think that's, that's created this fault line that you either, um, and as I've said to folks, if you think that he should be impeached, go read the document. And you'd make a decision for yourself, but I'm tired of people saying, well, I heard on TV, it's, it's whatever, six pages, whatever it is, the transcript of this call. Go read it. I didn't think, I mean, look, this president's never worried about traditional diplomacy or protocol, and that call reflects the same. But I don't think that it rises to the level of anything beyond what you've seen with, from Trump all along, which is someone who's highly unconventional and not worried about how things are supposed to be. Um, so from that standpoint, I think the Democrats have really made it clear what their goal is. That helps the president um, make the case that it's 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 that this is a political, uh, you know, uh, motivated thing as opposed to actually based on solid grounds. I, I agree. And finally, how, how is it now just talking on the phone? You're not there. You're not working for him. You're not the day to day. Uh, I would think that's pretty enjoyable now, and I think it's great you guys have that type of rapport. It's amazing. I, I joke. I mean, I've never had a bad conversation since I left the president um, because it, it's, 
you know, we can we can talk much more freely, not because that I couldn't before, but when you're someone's employee, your job at the end of the day is, you know, you've got to say, okay, I'll march forward, whatever. And, and now, you know, A, we can catch up in a much more enjoyable way, but B, I can say, Mr. President, you know, I just wanted to share a couple thoughts with you. And and, and they're, he knows that they're my genuine thoughts, that it's not because, you know, oh, I've got to make sure I, I you know, since I work with you. Right. Um, it's just generally what I think is in his best interest and the country's best interest. And and I, I enjoy the, the, the candor and, and the freeness of the relationship now. He is so funny. Was he always this funny? I think so. It was funny. One point, um, a reporter said to me, you know, Trump's not funny. I was like, well, then you don't know him. Because he, I mean, he'll laugh at his own jokes, too. The rallies are nonstop. Laughter. He does laugh. I think he's one of those people. He's funny when he's not even trying to be funny. Uh, in person, when you're in a casual setting with him, like, he can have you in stitches, and half the time he doesn't mean it. In the set, he's he not like, he's just, he'll tell you something, you you just, you know, you get a great chuckle, but... He is a funny guy. Now, Sean, folks, again, Sean Spicer, I'm going to let him go in just right now. Um, I, I, don't, I don't see anyone on the Democrat side that, that is going to beat him. What do you thought now that Hillary is leaving the door open? She may jump in. Uh, awesome. Um, uh, I think that, that that really speaks to the field. When you've got someone like her who's saying, I should probably jump in, that really speaks to the problems that they're having with the current. And I don't know if it's 12 because Tim Ryan dropped out, but it was, it was ever one of the 12 or not. I don't know. I can't keep track. But the fact of the matter is, is that if you can't pick amongst those, not just pick, but you don't find a, a leader among those folks, you've got a problem. And I think when you see Biden fading the way he does, Sanders, I think, I actually believed in Sanders a lot more early on, but I think the health issues are going to cause him to question a lot of things, which basically means that Elizabeth Warren is a de facto nominee at this point. And the, the issue, I actually found it really interesting talking to people in Rhode Island, you know, between the summer and now, there's a lot of Democrats who tell me that they're just not comfortable with her. And I think that's going to be a big problem from her because I think there's there's a lot of John Kennedy Democrats that are saying this woman is a bridge too far policy-wise. If you were to guess, do you think she's in, Hillary? Oh, no. No, I don't. You don't think she's no. in? No, no, not at all. Because I think she wants to be recruited. She wants to say, I'm willing. And it's sort of like a, I want to be brought back in. There's just not that level of support, I think, within that party bringing her back in. And I think the other thing is when you look at where the party's at, I mean, it's even in the last four years, it's continued to shift pretty far left. Sean Spicer, great to see you, Sean. I'll see you at the White House. You Thank you very much. <laughs>